a similar sound level. Similar sounds. Similar sounds. Loud female narrator. (laughs) Noisy Noisy, female narrator. Noisy female narrator. That would be us. Uh, Welcome to the podcast. This is Shades of Grey is a Dark and Twisty podcast. I'm Bethany. And I'm Katie. Uh, I still don't have my voice back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's still working on it. Thank you so much for your patience it's last week. Better. It it's is better. better. Than it was. Yeah, I went through and edited seven today, which is out now for your listening pleasure, and uh, yes. was like, dang, my voice sounds so <laughs> like painful. Aww. Yeah, but you know, we we made it. Made At it least through. it's it was making sounds. It was, you know, <laughs> which is more than I can say for it was a, a couple weeks leap. ago. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <coughs> um, <coughs> sorry. Um, we're here with Jada. She's chilling. A pupcaster. We've had some Dark Horse Rosé, as we're prone to do. Mm-hmm. We've had some homemade guac that Katie brought. She mixed up her recipe a little I bit. I made some guac, changed things up. Yeah. You, usually I just like lots and lots of lime and not much <laughs> else. You really do have to move that closer, <laughs> I think. Oh. Oops. That's okay. Well, you can, you can <clears throat> adjust however you want to. You can... Just yes. Put your I hope that's on not or... too loud now. <laughs> no, you're fine because it's easier to turn it down than it is to turn it up. Oh, okay. So yeah, um, and I turned almost <clears throat> all of mine down last time. Okay. So to like match you. So yeah, um, I also just kind of have a quieter voice where I often have people like, it, yes, like uh, repeat yourself sort of situations. Oh, that almost never happens to me. It happens all the time. <laughs> And I'm very aware of it. Thank you very much. Yeah. Humans. Um. God, thank you. <laughs> um, on Friday, I was feeling better. I, I hosted at the Mint, which Katie does sometimes, too. Mm-hmm. And, um, one of the people that works uh, in the kitchen came out and introduced themselves. And I was like, oh, hi, I'm Bethany. And she goes, is your voice naturally raspy? <laughs> and I was like... Nope. No. <laughs> it just was such a funny, like, in the couple of weeks I've had this condition, no one has asked me that. No. But yeah. that girl did. Ma- that tells you that you're healing and that it's almost back to normal. It sounds it's at like a natural rasp level. <laughs> it could pass for a regular voice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's me, Bethany, the regular people. Yeah, I just always have a raspy voice, <laughs> a la Meredith Grey. So there. Super mare. Um, so mare. So we are in season one, episode eight. Um, save me. It's called Save S- Me. Save Me. Which I narrowed down to three possibilities for the song. It was either a song by Shine Down, Amy Man, or Queen. And then the Wiki- Wikipedia told me that it was the Amy, Amy Man. Man song, which makes the most sense. Yeah. It is the most Grey's aesthetic totally yeah this song came out in 1999 from the album magnolia um i wasn't familiar with amy man but she's similar to like tori emos cheryl crow liz fair like kind of yeah. like moody lady tunes yes sort of the late 90s early 2000s feministy lady music yeah yeah although sort of a little bit folky chill yeah like not super riot girl like but probably an acoustic guitar yeah. yeah probably own a plaid shirt <laughs> you, True. you yeah. know no i like yeah. that yeah um although you saying shine down 
is reminding me of, I think that was on like a mix CD that a boyfriend gave me in high school. I mean, it's boy music. It's boy music. <laughs> that's, that's high school boy music. Yeah. It's, that's what I think of yeah, Shine Down. Super. Yeah. Now, do they do the, I just saw Haley's coming I have to no idea. I don't know mm-hmm. what they, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I tell just feel like, yeah. <laughs> No, you don't know? I have no idea. No. I just know the... I really thought you were going to be with me of what kind of music they are. I know that it's music I personally do not like. I really thought you were going to be Okay, well, now I have to look that up. Well, have fun with that. Uh, Today, as a special treat for Bethany, I brought my 2005 yearbooks. So the 2004 to 2005 and the 2005 to 2006 yearbooks up from my high school. It was amazing. Sure, super fun. My, I went to a very small Christian school, so it's all like one or K through twelve. Like yeah, everybody is in there. It's really cute. Yeah. Um. By the way, that was a Shine Down song called Second Chance <laughs> that I was singing. Well, you got it. Thanks. Good, good for you. Thank you. Um. Yeah. The <laughs> uh, the yearbooks were a really fun surprise. I think sometimes when I look back at my own yearbooks, it's kind of cringe. But it's really oh, fun it's very to look cringe, at somebody else's. It's like, that's yeah. that's where I was in 2005. It was all cringe. And Katie's yearbook, well, you were on the yearbook committee. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it was like at least one of those, yeah. cut together by hand, which is really mm-hmm. fun. You can tell like they use the like creative memories, photo stencils kind of a thing. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, it just it's fun to look at. It's a bit different than ones that are done on the computer. Yeah, at some point we switched over to computer stuff and it just wasn't as exciting and I don't think yeah. I was on the yearbook. I don't know if we really had a yearbook committee after that. I think it was just like some people yeah kind of did it but it wasn't official. You well know? it didn't take as much work or yeah as not as much manpower. And yeah. it just wasn't as exciting. Totally as like actually cutting out and creating a sort of uh memory book yeah yeah well scrapbooking layout like that yeah it's like it's a scrapbook basically yeah and um i loved scrapbooking yeah in a sort of alternative way yeah 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 Yeah, you've done a lot of those haven't you for like birthday cards and things like that like yeah kind of collage paint and yeah in high school i made lots and lots of those pages and I did have them in books like occasionally but I also sometimes put them on my wall I had a wall of all like cut out posters and pictures from magazines and stuff that was very 2005 of me but all through high school you know um, yeah I did that too I had my I had like three closet doors and they were all covered with stuff I cut out from magazines yeah I had a big wall of that nice cool magazine pictures bands I liked yep clothes I thought were cool yeah I had clothes and stuff I had one that was like mostly Harry Potter stuff (laughs) and then one that was like mostly dudes which like looking (laughs) back I like can't believe my mom was okay with that like it wasn't like naked at all but it was like Johnny Depp's face and then like Heath Ledger's face and you know what I mean just like (laughs) mine was like good Charlotte and yeah uh 
the used yeah and other bands wearing lots of eyeliner i was genuinely <laughs> scared to listen to that stuff like i remember my friend being into my chemical romance and i was like <laughs> I that's that too, too hardcore <laughs> <laughs> i was like so hardcore scared of it i didn't know but now i look back and i'm like damn like i wish i had those connections to those times in my life mm-hmm. with this music because I think I really would have liked it. Yeah. I just was, like, too scared to get near it. Oh, well, yeah. Like, My Chemical Romance was kind of soft. I know. On the, yeah. I know. Well, Andrew listens to, like, really end. hardcore. Well, yeah. he used to listen to really hardcore yeah. stuff. He doesn't so much anymore. But um, it seemed intense to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> and I think I just was scared <laughs> of it. But um, don't be scared of music, guys. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Try out new things. Um, get in with the emo because I think yeah. it's still kind of a thing. Not really. Well, I, I know, know like my, my Chemical Romance kind of stopped for a while because they were getting so popular, um, and they were like, "We're that's not what we're here for." Yeah, the used is still going. I still follow them on Facebook. I think. Oh, nice. Um, I love that they're all like that. in their forties. That's kind of yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, I just watched my sister sent me a video of. Um, like, it was, like, teens react to the Backstreet Boys, and then it was the Backstreet Boys watching that video, <laughs> which is just, like, a fun, like, you get to see their group interaction, and yeah. they, like, some of the teens knew it, and some of them were, like, I don't know what this is, and then... Well, the 90s are so big again, though. Like, the sort I of agree. 90s, 2000s. But I don't know about that that style of music. Like, there was a, yeah. there was a resurgence with, like, One Direction, and... and like the Jonas Brothers were like mm-hmm. boy bands that were more popular more recently, yeah. but um, it was fun just to like. Obviously, that's such an integral part of me growing up was knowing yeah. your stuff. For these <laughs> teens to like look at pictures and be like, "I think that one is Howie," and like just have all of them laugh <laughs> and be like, "No, no, that's not correct." Like, yeah, I really liked it. So, um, I don't, I don't have any connection to Amy Mann. However, <laughs> no, I like, I know who she is, and I have heard some of her music. I don't know if I could be like, that's an Amy Mann song. But oh. I feel like, wasn't she on like an episode of Portlandia? I have no or is idea. that someone else? One of those other ladies. Katie's tapping her glass. That's what yeah, you just that heard. Was my- <laughs> I can't. It's okay. I just, I'm the one that gets to do the audio editing. And I realized last week I was holding my phone and it was bumping the mic stand. <laughs> And at the time, you know, it's not very loud, but because it's the thing the microphone is on, it's super loud in the recording. And I'm like, boy, I wish I hadn't done that. <laughs> um, sorry, future me. Sorry. Um, okay, so we are going to kick off with uh, Meredith Awake in Her Room. Yes, um, there's sort of a voiceover about fairy tales and fantasy. And yeah, like the princess being rescued by the... Knight in shining armor, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, and um, trope. Derek is putting on some deodorant. He's got like dad jeans and an off-white button-down and a maroon sweater over it. And Meredith is wearing a green sweater again, like a really nice green. She looks so good in green. She really like, does. Like that dark green. Yeah, totally. It's so good. Yeah, and she just kind of keeps staring at him, like like she's keeping a secret or like wondering something. She's thinking about something. Yeah. She wants to ask him a question. I think like that's yeah. sort of the the feeling on her face. Yeah, <laughs> it's like just kind of looking. With a lot of intent. Yes. Um, and then Izzy and George are in the kitchen, and there's a huge mess 
And um, Izzy's baking. She's been baking cupcakes for eight hours. And George is being, like, really encouraging. Yeah, we've had sort of glimpses into Izzy's enjoyment of baking like sort of her yeah. compulsion to bake before like in the previous episode and they've mentioned it before yeah but this is really showing it off yeah she likes to bake yep she's trying to bake cupcakes like the ones with the squiggle on top yeah which to me is like that it's like a hostess yeah cupcake right it's yeah like, but I like a homemade like version a, of yeah. that i guess yeah um i never ate those like Ho-Hos or Twinkies or... Oh, man. We had them all the time. Did you? <laughs> yeah. No, we never bought those. So, no. zebra cakes. We never bought that. Oh, we did. Yeah. Yeah. My house was all about, like, the prepackaged foods. I think we did buy them <laughs> because we knew we'd just eat them instantly. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe your mom was more like, okay. We're just not we even We know gonna... they're going to be gone. Right. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> well, and I remember thinking, like... Oh, you don't have to fill the whole bowl up with ice cream? Like, because that's how my dad did it, you know? And then yeah, like, I, yeah. It just, it, sweets. Sweets are tricky. So, mm, but so tricky. When you, so delicious. Right. And when you have an association with it, especially from childhood, Izzy's trying to recreate a recipe. Yes. She's trying to do a recipe. And George mentions, like, calling her mother. Like, you can yes. still call your mother. So it's something to do with her mother's recipe. Yeah. She's flipping through her little... Like, uh, Rolodex kind of... Index card recipe, handwritten recipes. Yeah. Um, he's He says, yeah, like, call your mom and, like, ask what it is you're missing or yeah. something like that, so... But he's really enjoying this yeah. <laughs> moment. Yeah, it's kind of fun. He gets to eat the cupcakes. He gets cupcakes. to eat, and she's a little bit frazzled. And They taste good to me. <laughs> right, yeah, he's like, I'm fine with it. Um, and Meredith's getting ready in the bathroom. Um, Derek is brushing his teeth. Mm-hmm. And Meredith wants to stay at his house. Yes, she mentions wanting to sleep at his house. Why don't we go to your house this week? Because um, she has never been there. She doesn't know where he lives. Does yeah. he have a house? <laughs> Do we know? Like, <laughs> And that's kind of, it's not something we've really been looking at at all because all the scenes are in Meredith's house when they're kind of at home. Like, yeah. I don't, we haven't seen anybody else's house. No. And we're kind of introduced into this as she does not know much about Derek's life. Right. Outside of his life with her. Yes. Yeah. is, they have a relationship. They are dating. But she doesn't know much. Yeah. And um, they're, they're like, you know, coming out getting breakfast. and Yep, they come into the kitchen. George notices that Derek doesn't want to eat the cupcakes and says, no. oh, he's a healthy guy. Because he eats muesli every morning. It's just such a <laughs> gross word. I really don't like it. It's just like granola I know, but of. muesli it just muesli. Like sounds yucky. It yeah. sounds like mucusy i think is what it reminds me of but also he did just brush his teeth so like i maybe wouldn't want to eat a chocolate but that's not the point he doesn't want to eat it because he like is a health guy and then mm-hmm. Derek kind of realizes he's been there for a week straight yeah he like didn't he's really been notice. there a whole week yeah um and then i noticed that there was like china in the hutch at her house mm. which i'm assuming is not hers Oh, no, that's Ellis's. That yeah. was just something that didn't really get packed up, you know. Yeah. Or maybe Izzy decided to unpack it when she was in that mood. When she of, was nesting. Yeah. yeah totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then we are at Seattle Grace. Um, well, we're in some. We're in an office. I. It doesn't... Is it not at Seattle Grace? I don't know. They don't really 
say for sure. Okay. I don't know if that's if abortion is a, a offered at Seattle Grace, you okay. know, as a service. Yeah. You know, yeah. And it's someone that we haven't really seen before. Yeah. Talking to Christina. Yep. Who is trying to make an appointment. Um, and She's wearing a long leather coat that's sort of beat up. Yeah. Like a vintage leather coat and black shirt underneath. Maybe she rode very, her bike there or something. Yeah. She's yeah. trying to look very badass. Yeah. Which well, she is. <laughs> she is. And, you know, there's such a, a fear in finding out about a pregnancy. Like, at, mm-hmm. you know, the end of the last episode, she's shocked Maybe, you know, if you've had morning sickness before, you kind of knew that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, not the flu. <laughs> but, um, it's not like the flu. It's not. Because you feel fine in between. Oh. And then just all of a sudden you will get, like, this shot of nausea. Blah. And it's just, like, instant. Oof. And then it goes away again after a while. So you don't feel, like, crappy all day? Not usually, no. Okay. No. Sometimes you can have that kind of all day. Yeah. But for the most part, it's just like you're normal in between, and then you'll get these pangs of feeling sick. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. That's I was. That's my experience anyway. Yeah. I was on a medication until pretty recently that made me feel like that, and I just, Oof. I, like, didn't know what it was I couldn't like figure it out and I was like okay I'm pretty sure I don't have a stomach bug but I almost yeah. always feel like I'm about to hurl oh. or like I would like forget about it and then it would you know the feeling would come up um but once I figured out what it was <laughs> I was like so glad that I didn't just have some like something seriously wrong with me yeah <laughs> like, yeah it was bad some sort of chronic nausea nausea yeah yeah, with my first pregnancy, I didn't really have the nausea that much. I, like, I think once I really remember it, but for the most part, it was fine. Mm. And then with the second, it was constant when Oof. you got into, like, the, or the, like, that first trimester of yeah. There's awfulness. <laughs> there's these ginger candies they are, like, soft like toffee kind of chews they harden up you know if they're cold or whatever but Mm. i got some in spicy apple and they're super good it was like because i couldn't constantly be taking dramamine or pepto or anything um you kind of need something gingins i think is what they're called Uh i would recommend that if you have nausea for whatever reason (laughs) but also maybe go get it checked so yeah um so yeah christina's in this office trying to schedule she's going to be on an ent rotation soon which is ear nose Mm -hmm. and throat so she's like maybe i could do it then because i'm going to have a lighter workload and um, yeah the the lady is trying to have a conversation about it and give her all the options yep she seems a little bit on the edge of, like, trying to talk her into other options. She is definitely pushing away from abortion. Yeah, like, but Christina has her mind set on it. She, yeah. She knows this is what she wants, and that is what she's going for. Yeah, she wants Christina to, like, wait and call her back, and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we'll go for a different time, and Christina's like, nope, I will reschedule. Please give I me that appointment. I do the 16th, yes. yes. <laughs> um, and she's just not interested in the talking part, which we right. happen to know generally about Christina, but yes, especially Christina. something so um, personal. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think, I would think that is probably part of their job, is to discuss other things. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. 
Because there are other options. But, but she is pretty pushy. Yeah. So. Um, she knows her mind. Yeah. You can't tell her otherwise unless she decides. <laughs> right. For yeah. sure. Yeah. That's very Christina. Um, so then we see Alex. He's with his patient. Devo. Who is Millie from yes! Freaks and Geeks. Which is so exciting. It's so exciting. It was Ugh. like really fun to see her. I love her so much. And still in a very like conservative traditional role of course like she always plays that girl which is kind of fun yeah yeah um so devo is 17 and she has a heart murmur she's also in buffy oh is she like the the seventh season she's one of the spoilers (laughs) for the the people who have not seen buffy yet including bethany including me go do it if you haven't yet Buffy the Vampire Slayer is one of the greatest shows <laughs> it's very, ever like, created. And positive, yeah. It's so good. So the final season, they they figure out a way to sort of get all of the Slayer, like possible Slayers turned into Slayers. Mm-hmm. So when you become a Slayer, you get lots of powers and stuff. Um, and you have to go fight the demons and the vampires uh, but they figure out a way through magic to get all of the p- potential slayers turned into slayers. So they uh-huh. have this army of young women who are turned into slayers. Uh-huh. And she's one of them. Oh, nice. Yeah. What's what's her name? Do we know? On Buffy or her real name? Her, the her actual name? name. Uh, Sarah Hagen. Okay. Or Hagen. H. A-G-A-N. I would guess Hagen. I would also guess that. Okay, nice. So um, here she's playing Devo. Devo. Um, She (laughs) has a heart murmur and a fever. She Mm -hmm. calls herself Esther. Yes. That is her chosen name. Yeah, her family is Jewish, but sort of a very... They're culturally Jewish. Yes, culturally loosely Jewish, but she has taken on the Orthodox faith. Yeah. Um, so she, she's not so happy with, um, her, her name Devo after the band, yeah. uh, who I have weirdly seen before. I saw them play at Lollapalooza in 2007. Whip it. And that was all it was. No, they, they played more <laughs> stuff, but that's. I don't know anything else. I don't either. Um, that's funny. So she had a root canal and mm-hmm. she couldn't clot afterwards and, um, Alex is working with her, but Burke comes in and says, give me the bullet, which is like, just really. Like we Another know he means, but yeah. it's weird. Like he's like that. It's he weird just has cocky. this shorthand that other people don't necessarily understand. Yeah, yeah. and um, Esther's parents are there, but they're in the cafeteria. Yeah, she says to page them because her freak father likes hospital food. <laughs> just such, <laughs> such like a teenager thing to be like. Oh, my dad's a freak. You yeah, and, stuff, whatever. and then her parents named her after Devo because her parents did too much blow. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny yeah. and then um i just she's so like sassy but not i don't know there's just such a good balance she goes not profane a- but sassy yes. yeah 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 she says get a life haven't you ever seen an orthodox jew <laughs> i just love it like yeah dude put people in their place hell yeah like so, so yes. good yeah i really like it <laughs> and yeah because because alex pulls down the bed sheet Mm. to examine her further and she's wearing this long denim skirt underneath her hospital gown yeah where he's like what is this yeah because she that's part of her modesty like she wants to do that 
I just love it. She says, get a life. Yeah. Like, it's so, yeah. oh, it's so sweet. It's but it's so still, like, cute. no me hold Another like, great show. Go watch Freaks and Geeks, fam. Yeah. <laughs> so good. I watch it, like, once a year. Do you? <laughs> yeah. That's really nice. That one, the girl always reminds me of Scooby-Doo. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Linda Cardellini. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she's in New Girl, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's done some good stuff. Uh, so, I mean, she's no Sarah Hagen. um cool so then we are with meredith and christina yep they're kind of looking at some x-rays or something scans of some sort with the psych guy with the the uh he's the the psych psych doctor yeah Yeah. who we've seen before briefly i think he comes up later too i feel like he returns but um, the psych guy thinks that it's a neurology case. They think it's a psych case. Yep, they're talking about a patient, but he's kind of pushing off this patient on them. Yeah. And they don't want to take it because they don't think it's legit. Yeah. Um, and it's a, quote, gifted patient who mm-hmm. had a seizure two days ago and today has a lot of other weird conditions like talks to dead people and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, they definitely think he belongs in psych, but the, <laughs> the psych doctor can't take this patient back until he's been cleared by neurology. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're kind of stuck with him. And um, the patient's name is Mr. Duff. Yes. He thinks that his seizures are visions. Yes. And uh, he says that he's psychic and Christina says something like, of course you are and I'm a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. V Christina. Yeah. Yes. Um, so the kind of seizures that Mr. Duff has are um petite mall or absence seizures where you just like zone out so he it's not they're not grand mall which is maybe what you think of with like the shaking and the falling to the floor and the foaming at the mouth like that's not the kind of seizure he has well like in the previous episode we had the little jamie 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 taylor maybe i don't remember it was jamie yeah Yeah, she was a toddler and her leg would shake when she was having seizures yeah like her leg would yeah aggressively and that was a focal seizure because it's just one piece of her body and this is different different kind of seizure different Um, brain thing yeah you he just kind of like zones out have you ever been Mm. around somebody having a seizure um i don't think i've ever seen anyone have one no not in person i feel like i have two stories but the only one that's i'm remembering right now i was at like the concession stand at a high school football game and this girl behind me started having a seizure but she was like falling and her because like you lose control you know yeah and her friends were catching her and i remember thinking she was like playing a trick like trying to be funny and like fall into her friends or whatever because i just that's not the first thing i think of right and then um yeah they just like held her head so that it didn't hit the concrete repeatedly and then like the ambulance came and yeah it was it was very scary yeah um Maybe I'll think of the other seizure story, but... Oh, <laughs> I know. A girl had one during one of my college classes. Oh. She, but she, like, she fell and hit her head really hard. We were, like, sitting down. Oh. But she, like, shook out of her chair. And um, I remember, like, it was, it was at my Christian college during the, like, sex education class, which is oh. already super awkward. And then this poor girl had a seizure. And then, like, our, our professor was like, you know, somebody needs to call... Well, I had my phone, but I, I was so new to the college, I didn't know what building we were in. Right. So I I didn't call. Yeah. And then he was like, somebody needs to... And I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> anyway, um, 
But usually people are fine. They just are, like, really tired after a seizure. Yeah. And um, just, like, need a minute. And Yeah, if it's not indicative of a different thing, like, if it's just a an epilepsy episode, yes. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Mr. Duff, he um, he has this petite mall seizure. Mm. And he... Um, yeah, he just seems like he's zoning out for a second. Yeah. Meredith and Christina are like, oh, okay, He's, something's going on. Yeah, he he predicts that somebody's going to check out on the fourth floor. Yeah. Um, but And they're like, well, it's a hospital. Like, <laughs> um, but then right after that, like the second after, there's a code blue on the fourth floor. Yeah, <laughs> there's a page. And then people are rushing. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I It's kind of like comedic timing it's meant to be funny mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be laughing that somebody's dead but no it's supposed to be sort of amusing that maybe he is psychic right yeah that's the joke and maybe then, it's both yeah maybe it's both and then christina and meredith both leave without acknowledging him yeah <laughs> it's just kind of funny they're both kind of like uh okay <laughs> and um and then we get the uh intro the opening credits the credits and then there's a uh, bed being pushed with the person who died. <laughs> on the I totally missed that. Sorry. No, yeah, because Christina's kind of walking behind it. And so it's like the bed is being pushed oh. out of the way and they have the sheet over the face. I so it's totally like, oh, that's that. the person who did die. <laughs> no, I totally did yeah. not pay attention to that. That's and awesome. Christina's feeling a little ill. Yep. And uh, George and then, is like, yeah. hey, is that guy psychic? Like, yeah. So George is interested. at the nurse's station and Christina walks up. Um, and she's asking for a cover um, for her, her shift on the 16th. And yes. George is really distracted. He's thinking about Meredith and Derek and um, like, and I said, and thinking about not shaving. <laughs> Did you? I don't know what that means. Well, thinking about letting his hair grow. Oh. That's what that's what he said. He wants to grow his hair out because he kind of looks over and I think he sees Shepard. Yeah. In that moment, <laughs> and and Derek has that you know sort of longer, luxurious, he curly hair. <laughs> and, and so George is kind of like, oh, maybe I should grow my hair out. <laughs> maybe I should have long, luxurious hair. Yeah. Very transparent. Yeah. yeah. And then George is but like... But he will take her shift. Yeah, he's like, I can cover. Why? And she bites at him. Yeah. She's like, why? Well, none of your business. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is... And he doesn't care because he's moving on. Right, to, yeah. Like, oh, there's that psychic guy. And yeah. I should grow my hair longer. <laughs> he's kind of got his own life happening. Yeah. Um, he's very preoccupied. Yeah. Um, and then we're over at Mer- Meredith and Derek. And yeah. they're walking and talking. It's She's, like a very weird side hallway they're in. Yeah, but then they kind of go out onto that, um, that like, skyway that goes yeah. to the chief's office. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that we see featured prominently often on yeah. the show. It's there a lot. It's just, like, yeah. the leading up to there, I was like, where are we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we see that particular hallway that often. But, um She's asking questions because mm-hmm. she doesn't know things about him. She wants to know things. Yeah. She hardly knows anything about him. You have more details than most is what he says to yeah. her. He's like, you know enough. I'm from New York and I like ferry boats. Yeah. Which does not a personality make. No. <laughs> and he, he wants her to be flexible. And she, she's like, I'm not flexible. I'm not. Well, yeah. And she's like... <laughs> Asking legitimate questions like, yeah. what about your friends? What do you do on your days off? Like, right. those are things. She's frustrated. Yeah. 
But but when she says, I'm not flexible, he, like, gives her a little sort of winky oh. look. It's like, there, I disagree. <laughs> so shitty. Bum, bum. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, and so, you know, she's asking these questions, and, of course, because Derek is Derek, he deflects and turns it on her and is like, who are these important questions for? Like, yeah. why do you want to, you know, whatever. Like, it's it's you're the one with the issue because you're the one that wants to know. Right. And I just think these are totally legitimate things to want to know. They're so normal. Like, where do you live? <laughs> You've been to my house all this week. Yeah. Do you have a house? Do you have one? <laughs> um, she thinks she deserves details. Right. And, yeah. um... She does. She's yeah, <laughs> she and she said. calls him on it. She's like, "This is going somewhere weird again. Like, why are you being so deflective?" And yeah, um, she says that she wants facts, and until she gets them, her pants are staying on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, and he's just like keeping well, that flexibility to herself. <laughs> he's like, you know, we'll find these things out. We'll. Call, that's the fun part. Like, and it's just so dismissive of her legitimate concerns. Yeah. And like, well, I get that it's supposed to be fun, but it made me mad. <laughs> yeah, except what we learn in future episodes, it's not so much about being fun as he has actual things that he's wanting to keep to himself. Keep to himself. Yeah. yeah. And then he gets paged. He kind of gets saved by the bell a little yeah, bit. Yeah, <laughs> he runs across the walkway. And then we have Burke and Alex with Devo slash Esther mm-hmm. and her parents. Um, and she needs a valve replacement. She yes. likely has uh, von Wildebrand's disease, which is a bleeding disorder. Um, it's inherited, um, and it is often discovered after bleeding from a dental procedure hmm. or some very intense menstrual bleeding, uh, which oh. it's possible she could have had either of those, but right. we happen to know that it's from dentistry. Yeah. Um, and some people have it but never know, so... But she found out. Like, what is super intense menstrual bleeding? Is that not just regular? <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. I, I have pretty heavy menstrual bleeding. So Maybe you have Von Wildebrands. Maybe. Or maybe you're just a woman. I don't know. I you're fine. Um, I haven't really had... I guess I had my wisdom teeth out That's a year or two ago. Yeah. So that would have you been indicative of that. Yeah, you would know. Um, so she can't take blood thinners, uh-huh. um, to which you would need to do uh, for to have a mechanical heart uh-huh. valve. So she needs a porcine valve from a pig. Yep. Um, the the dad says pig, huh? And Alex goes, <laughs> "It's the other white meat." Yeah. And Burke just like, like, what's <laughs> like what? He like <laughs> slow blinks and like deeply breathes. <laughs> just like, he is so annoyed. I love it. Saving it up for later. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Alex is just being an asshole. Um and and then uh Esther's mom is like, go for it. Like yeah, let's like, do just, it. Just save her. Yeah. Which yeah, parents are gonna be like, Yeah, just do it. <laughs> right. Just do the thing. Yeah. Well, good parents. Yeah. I'm thinking about Tina from last week. About um, (laughs) that mom that's super uptight. Yeah. Um, But she was kind of like, just do it also. But for the reason of to get back at her child. Right. Exactly. Tina. Tina. Um, So then uh, Bailey and Izzy are in surgery with Mrs. Glass. We're in an OR. They're doing a biopsy. Um, Mrs. Glass. Okay, I did not catch her name ever 
Like, oh. in the entire episode. So I kept just writing cancer patient. Yeah. That's Mrs. Glass. Yeah. Um, and they're talking about the psychic guy. Yeah, Mrs. Glass is awake during the procedure, and she asks about the psychic and... Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they're doing a biopsy on her breast, like, taking... Checking a lump, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Bailey just doesn't want to even talk about um, the psychic and... Um, Bailey yeah, thinks yeah. that, like, Izzy cares about it because Izzy's, like, going Izzy's too kinda, far. Yeah, Izzy's talking a little too much. Like, she's sort of protesting too much about it. Yeah. Like, this guy's crazy. And is, da, 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 da. Yeah, she's kind of yeah. going on and on. She has some hang-ups about psychics. Yeah, totally. As you can tell immediately. And Bailey can tell immediately. Yeah. Like, there's some sort of issue here. Bailey knows all. Yeah. Um yes. So then Derek is talking to a patient named Mr. Walker. Yes. Um, Mr. Walker has a neck brace on. He's laying on his back. He fell rock climbing. um, And he needs an MRI. He can't feel from his thigh down. Yeah. He could wiggle his toes 10 minutes ago, but now he can't. So he's getting this sort of progressive uh, issues. Numbness, yeah. sort of a, yeah, so, um. Paralysis. Paralysis, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek is, like, running a little, like, pokey thing up his leg, and he can't feel it, and, yeah. um, the spine x-rays look clear, though. Yes. There's um, no issue yet that they can see. And Derek orders an MRI stat and asks that Meredith Gray go with him. Yes. So. Yes, he asks the nurse to get Meredith. Yeah. And send an intern with him. Meredith. Mer- <laughs> Make <Yeah>. it Meredith. <laughs> um, and the patient is, is getting nervous, definitely. Mr. Walker is, like, kind of starting to freak out a little bit. His kids yeah. are coming and his yeah. wife and all that. So They're on their way. Um, and they're kind of in, like, the ICU or so, or the emergency room, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. yeah some they're, sort of public space. It, yeah. There's, like, maybe curtains drawn, mm-hmm. but it's a bigger room. Yeah. 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 Um, and then we have George and Alex trying to intubate a patient. Um, George is kind of having trouble. Alex is really making him nervous. Yeah. Alex is hovering and George is having trouble trying to, like, get the tube down. Yeah. And um, getting really yeah thrown off by Alex. Alex's presence. And Burke is walking by, you know, standing in the hallway and peeks through the window. Alex is, like, listening uh, with his stethoscope. And realizes the tube is in the esophagus, not the trachea. Yeah. So from back to front, it's spine, esophagus, trachea. So sure. George got it in the wrong spot. Yeah. Um, it's not going to help him breathe. <laughs> nope, nope. Where it's at. And, so and that's Burke, what he needs. Yeah. Burke steps in and does it really quick. And George yeah. is kind of mad. Yeah. Burke kind of walks him through and is like, keep eye contact the whole time as you're putting the tube through. I'm currently like using my arms to demonstrate the <laughs> intubation procedure. <laughs> so yeah, Burke does it easily and George hasn't done it enough. He's sort of like, yeah, yeah I haven't done it much. Yeah. Like that's why I couldn't do it. Yeah. Burke. Which I mean, that's part of being a doctor is like learning how to do stuff. Yeah, and- you're you're an intern. <laughs> Yeah. We get it. George has some issues with that, though. He, he wants to he be feels, proficient. Yeah. He's got some insecurities. It can be tough to learn when you are that worried and that, like, nervous about fucking up. Yeah. Because then there's no openness to, like, try. Well, from the whole, like, the, um, his whole procedure, 
at the beginning the oh yeah when he pulled the purse strings too hard yeah the when, yeah when burke really chewed him out for that yeah i'm sure it's just continued from there he's like oh burke's a big dick who like has it out for me which he yeah. kind of does like kind of he's he chosen him as his guy yeah yeah yeah. He's using him as sort of a uh, example for example everybody. Example for He's, all the other interns. <laughs> I'm losing my words a lot right now. What's but no? There's another. He's not the scapegoat, but he is sort of like the poster child for like yeah. This is what happens. I don't know. I, yeah. 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 Um, so then Mr. Duff is, we're back with our psychic yes, Mr. Duff. psychic guy and Christina. He recommends Botox, which is really rude. <laughs> and Christina yanks the probe off of his head, which is yeah. kind of funny. Um, and he calls her hot in a Mrs. Livingston kind of way. I looked this up to figure out who I Mrs. did too. Did you? Yeah, tell me what okay, you Okay, did you get the same thing? Um, it's like a, it's from the Courtship of Eddie's Father, a show from way back when i don't know 60s maybe 70s um and the mrs livingston was the japanese housekeeper who helped out with eddie and eddie's father and the whole show is like eddie trying to set his father up with ladies and mrs livingston is from what i could tell from the brief thing that i watched she wasn't like an overbearing sort of lady or anything. Mm-hmm. It was just that she was Japanese. Like she was that very she's nice. Japanese. Yeah. 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 So I wrote super racist. Super racist. Yeah. It's a character played by um, Miyoshi Umeki, which mm-hmm. I'm so sorry if I'm mispronouncing that. Yeah. And then the show was based on a movie that was based on a book. Yeah. So the role is kind of like sage advice, like housekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. Super like shitty stereotypes for like women and Asian folks and Asian women specifically. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, Miyoshi, this um, uh, actor, like is Japanese. Christina is Korean. Like Right, which we have learned in previous episodes. Yeah, when she couldn't I speak guess. with Izzy's patient. So it's just, she's Asian. And is, a woman. Is what he was saying. Yeah. And then it's that, like, really shitty, like, you're hot for an Asian girl. Or, like... <sighs> Oh, you're really hot the, for yeah, uh, whatever. Fetish. Yeah, yeah. It, I just wrote "fuck you." Like, <laughs> you know, it's that's fucked up. Like, yeah, yeah. It, I did not like that at all. Um, so yeah, and then uh, Christina sees some spikes in the temporal lobes. He is epileptic for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, as he's starting to kind of zone out again, she sees that like, oh, you are having a seizure. Yeah, and then um, after his seizure, he has a like a vision, knows that she's pregnant. And he says, I wouldn't have pegged you as the mommy type nurse, Betty. Yeah. <laughs> Did you look into that? Um, no, because nurse Betty's kind of a thing, isn't it? Is it from... Um... It's a movie with Renee Zellweger. Yeah. Um, who, like, saw her husband murdered. And then she, like, gets all traumatized and thinks she's the ex-fiance of a soap opera star. But Kevin Rahm who um, plays Mr. Duffy, is in Nurse Betty. Oh. Isn't that so it's weird? it's like a fun little Easter egg kind yeah. of a... Yeah, because the clip I watched from Nurse Betty, I was like, oh my God, there's Thank Mr. You. Duffy. <laughs> yeah. They just, must have put it in there. They probably Definitely. Didn't. He's not like the main character or anything. I don't think he's no. even in like the top 10 on IMDb for that movie, but it was kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, so 
Um, but I didn't. Cute. I had never heard of that movie. I didn't know that was a thing. I have known of it. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And like Nurse Betty, just like that saying is a thing. So I sort never of that. heard that. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've heard it. <laughs> no, that's legit. I just yeah. yeah. And then uh, Christina just kind of leaves. Is like get yeah. out of my face. <laughs> yeah. She's trying to. She she finds Bailey. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to get switched. She wants to get off this patient. Yes. She's really freaked out by the fact that he was able to figure out she's pregnant. Yes. Which, yeah. 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 That so disconcerting. Ugh. And I just, I said, <sighs> yes, girl, like, ask for what you need. Yeah. You know, like. And, and Bailey's like, oh, ask me nicely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Christina is like, this is me. Doing nicely. This is me doing nice. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is as nice as it's like gonna did, get. You, yeah. you didn't get that. Yeah. And um, Izzy wants to take the case, and yeah, um, Bailey's she, like she wants something. She has something to prove. It seems like like she's like yes. yeah, I can't get duped by a psychic. Right. I know better than them. Which any kind of like personal involvement like that, which we know is Izzy's problem, but <sighs> such a big problem. It's really like not a good. You wouldn't put a doctor on if they had some sort of personal whatever. Yeah. Um, but then Bailey's but you like... you wouldn't know, yeah. Uh, right. Bailey's like, I don't do switches. Like, that's not what this is. And No. Christina's like, I'll do your post-op notes for a month. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. And then, holy shit, uh, the patient that Christina gets instead is pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Ugh. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's the um, Mrs. Glass who had the the biopsy because she has breast cancer. Uh, we found out she's pregnant, and um, poor Christina feels like she she can't run away yeah. from pregnancy, yeah. which she can't. Which is what the isn't that what the psychic guy said? Something along the lines of like you can't run away from this as Probably. she was leaving. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Like no, you can't run away from this. Ha <laughs> ha! You can't. You actually LOL. can't. You cannot. <laughs> yeah. Oh lols. Oh man. So then um Christina is Oh, we're with um Meredith and Derek and they're looking at the MRI films. Yes. And they look clear still. Yeah. Yeah, they can't figure it out. Um Meredith basically is telling Derek, no, you're wrong. <laughs> like, this yeah. is a side case. Yeah, yeah. She's like, you're wrong. You don't always get what you expect. Like, yeah. Um, and Derek is like, what the hell is wrong with you? Because <laughs> she's asking, no. like, trivia, and um, he just is like, lighten up. Yeah, she just keeps asking questions. She wants to know what his grandparents' name names are and yeah. all these different things. Just asking him a million million things. And he, yeah, he says, like, lighten up. And he's walking away. And he's way without, like, beyond earshot. Yeah. And she's still talking. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And she doesn't change, like, her her level of sound at yeah. all. She's just still talking. She's still talking. Like, I am light. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be light when I feel light. Yeah. <laughs> Very, like... Cross your arms, pouty kind of a... Yeah. That's fine. You get to be pouty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so then Christina and Bailey are with um, the glasses, Mr. and Mrs. Glass. Yes. our breast, breast cancer patient that is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out she has invasive carcinoma. Mm. Um, and I, I think they're married. Um, Mr. Glass, yeah. her, her yeah. partner, is so. wondering about alternatives and, um, you know, what else they could possibly do and... Um, none of the courses of treatment will allow the baby to survive. Um, yes, which Christina is very blunt about. Yeah, saying this, she she holds no bars. Like yeah. she's very 
Yeah. Bailey does not like the bluntness of that. She kind of, like, looks at Christina and is like, hey. Like, no, you, you got to down. Be... Like, no, she wants to be pregnant, so. Right. Yeah. Christina's uh. kind of bringing her own stuff into this. Absolutely. Her views of having just, children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Bailey's like, you know, you have to make a decision, but she's trying to do it nicely. Yes. And Christina's like, well, you obviously the decide. only option is. <laughs> yeah. Because they do need to decide fairly quickly yeah. also. Yeah. And yeah. then they use the phrase evacuate the fetus. Yes. Which is an accurate medical term. Yeah. It's also just really yucky. It just makes me sad for like, <laughs> she's, yeah. she's this woman who really wants to have this baby. And so like to hear it talked about so. And you know, it draws these parallels between mm. like abortion as a choice and sort of miscarriages or medical reasons for evacuating the womb yeah because they're not the actual procedures are not that different right at all like they're they're the same thing so they're just politicized differently yeah totally yeah Yeah, and again you know christina is not interested in having a baby and mrs glass clearly is yeah it's just a it's it's hard for christina to be in that room and it's drawing an interesting contrast Yeah, yeah for sure Maybe Christina is not as black and white on this as she thinks she's being. Right. She's using her, like, this is who I am. This is what I want to do. But maybe she also has feelings that gray those edges. Yeah. You know? It's it's tricky. All that stuff is so personal and sensitive. And, like... <sighs> and it should be. <laughs> right? And not yeah. <laughs> some fucking lawmaker's choice no. <laughs> um yeah it's it's comes with so much stigma and so much judgment yeah. um it is not easy no it is not <laughs> for people that want it for people that don't want it and have to have it for medical reasons right. for yeah anybody so yeah um yeah as someone who has had a miscarriage and has had to have sort of medical intervention to help that miscarriage along yeah so that i didn't die of blood loss or something that's yeah it is like heartbreaking and you know you get to feel your own way about your own experience and like let Mm -hmm. other people feel their way about theirs because like yeah you're not them and no it was a very interesting experience too you know beyond being <laughs> horrible and heartbreaking and painful yeah um it was like oh this is what people go through yeah to have these situations like they it's just right and you didn't have yeah. a choice like it no, was, uh, no. What they like spontaneous abortionism is what it's called. Like, it's yeah, that's the technical term. Yeah. yeah, that's the medical term. Is spontaneous abortion is what a miscarriage is like a natural miscarriage. Yeah, yeah. It's some like crazy high percentage of pregnancies. It's too. like one in three or one in four. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that are just spontaneous. Which for me is one in three. You know, right? so far. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what my I've had two living children, and yeah. then. The one miscarriage in between. Yeah. 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 And we, I remember when that happened, you and I didn't know each other that well yet. Mm-hmm. I think I was yeah. like relatively new to the family. Sure. And I just was like, felt so honored that you had shared that, but also was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> yeah. She's so raw with emotion. I don't know 
how to be helpful here. And I think, you know, if, if you have somebody you love going through that, that's okay to say. It's like, hard. I don't know what to say. I what how, what can I do? Like yeah, there's I, yeah, there's nothing you really can do in those situations. Be a comforting presence, I yeah. guess. I don't know. It's yeah, all of it's difficult. Yeah, it just shows that it is so personal. Like it so is so personal. It is within that one person's being that all of that is going on. Yeah, and yeah. it's okay to, like, not have one point of view as that one person, too. Like, right. yeah. feel conflicted about it. and Yeah. Which kind of is what this episode shows in Christina. Like, yeah. she, or her continued journey. Yeah. Also. Yeah. Like, she has some conflicting emotions about it. Even though she thought she wasn't going to have she any emotions. Yeah. <laughs> she thought she was very black and white on it. Yeah, but not so much. No. Um... So then uh, Derek is back with Mr. Walker, mm-hmm. which I think is just kind of a cruel name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. No. I think it's... A- <laughs> it's just it's a really bad taste. <laughs> it's okay. He's Mr. Walker by the end. <laughs> he is. But it's just, he's yeah. fucking paralyzed. He can't move his legs. He doesn't know what's wrong. The wife is now here. Yeah. Um, Meredith still thinks, she thinks it's emotional trauma. She kind of pulls Derek away and is like, okay, I think it's an emotional thing. I think we need to call psych. Yep. Um, (laughs) Hysterical numbness or paralysis. And then Mr. Duff is there. I thought he was in a room. Wasn't he in a room? Yes. He's not in a room anymore. He's (laughs) for some reason. All of a sudden, him and Izzy are behind one of the curtains. Yes. And he like jumps out like, it's not all in your head. (laughs) Yes. Because I know these things. I'm psychic. Yeah. I was like, why is he here? Like, he was in a a room a minute ago, like with a door. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That seems like a continuation error you yeah, know like yeah then they would have moved him to a room after that or something yeah in real life. but yeah so then um Derek's Derek, he still thinks there's something else like he, a physical it's not this, psychosomatic is what Derek thinks. no he has this inclination like he knows yeah in his gut that there is something else there is something physical so then he orders a higher level MRI yes which I didn't know that there was different levels I know there's an fMRI which is a functional MRI okay but I don't know if that's what he means or I don't know why would there be a lower <laughs> level MRI if you're gonna do it then let's do it right like right well maybe there's some sort of health implications I, I don't know I've literally you know, like radi- no idea. does MRI have radiation or is it's, that just an x-ray it's magnetic resistance imaging so, so maybe it affects things somehow yeah. I don't know. I should probably know, but <laughs> maybe I don't. it's just more expensive. Possible, yeah. That they're like, if we can get by with the basic yeah. one, we haven't but... talked much about like the the uh, financial issues with the hospital, but it does come up in future seasons. It does, yeah. yeah. And I mean, we we are American, so we don't have national <sighs> health care. We don't have universal health care, uh, and. Uh, <laughs> That's like that, a serious concern. That also concern. might hopefully date this podcast. Jesus, what if it did? That'd be amazing. If people can look back and be like, whoa, those poor shitheads, they didn't know. Um, however, with our current president, I don't anticipate that happening. But Not for a few years, at least. Um, 
<laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's got such a, but you wouldn't. I mean, I I work at a place where we don't have um, benefits. Sure. Uh, we get them through my husband at his work because they have them. But yeah. I, you wouldn't believe how many times. I have talked to friends that are like, I can't afford to go to the doctor. Right. There's something wrong and I have to save my money or ask for help. It's so expensive. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. We also get benefits through my husband because I don't really work for anybody (laughs) besides yourself. Yeah. Besides myself. The occasional hosting gig as, as I'm needed. Yeah. For, for frenzies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we're with Esther Friedman again. Yes. Um, she doesn't feel respected. No, she's mad. Yeah. She's so angry about this. Like, you really, you said that I could have this pig valve? Like, it's a pig. Yeah. You big idiots. Like, um, and dad is like, why isn't plain old reform good enough? <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Which kind of, like, that tells you that they are, her family is Jewish, you know, beyond her just choosing to be Orthodox. Right. They're, like, they're culturally, but maybe not religiously. They're chill. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Here's the thing. What I found looking into all this, actual Orthodox Jews would hold life above all things. Okay. They would hold that above the use using the porcine valve like life is more so, important than keeping kosher so yes so it if it was life or death her having that porcine valve from what i read yes yeah. i'm not an expert Same. but what i stumbled upon on the internets uh said that they wouldn't actually have a big deal with that like if this is her life that's more important than choosing okay to be kosher yeah so this huh. isn't quite accurate to what life well, would and be. maybe she does, you know, either she's not deep enough into it yet because she is young. Maybe. She hasn't she gotten to that part. Or like, you know, he's maybe to see if there is another options. moment later on also that's kind of like, oh, maybe she doesn't really. Or maybe the writers don't really know what oh. they're talking about when it comes to Orthodox Judaism. Nice. Um, so Esther's kind of like criticizing her parents for yeah. not being good enough practitioners of religion. And Alex fucking jumps in. He's like, oh, even I know the plagues. Like, yeah. shut the fuck up, dude. He's like, trying to say it while Burke is still talking to the parents, and he's trying to, like, come up with all the locusts, pestilence. frogs. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Burke is annoyed. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I appreciate your extreme religious convictions. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, but, yeah, Esther's like, come up with something else. Yeah, as long as it doesn't answer to Wilbur and say oink. <laughs> <laughs> she is so sassy. I was going to say, that's I such a Sarah it. Hagen line, too. It's so good. Yeah, it's, it's really so good. her. <laughs> love it. I love that, too. It's so good. Yeah. So um, Izzy is with our psychic, Mr. Duff, taking him into a test. And he thinks she is a smorgasbord of lust. Just fucking gross. Ugh. He's he's problematic in all of his scenes. I know. <laughs> like, I think he's we're supposed racist. to kind of like him. He's, yeah. <laughs> Come on, dude. Yeah. But he's, yeah. Um, and then he knows about chocolate cupcakes. Yeah, he's, like, I'm looking at you and all I can think about are chocolate cupcakes. You know those ones with the little drizzle of white icing on the top? Izzy does not like that. Ooh. She's like, hey, 
it hits her where it hurts yeah for sure yeah she kind of is trying to figure out how he knows she's like what do i have cake in my hair like right do i have frosting on my face she does not believe like it it reinforces that thing of she has this issue specifically with psychics yes yeah yeah which also if somebody called me a smorgasbord of lust i'd be like get the fuck out of here you fucking gross (laughs) (laughs) Um, so then there's kind of smorgasbord of anything. <laughs> it's yeah, just, it's just, oh, that, don't do it. No. People are not smorgasbords. Um, so we're kind of having lunch no, on the go at a workstation. The fair. The fair is a veritable <laughs> smorgasbord. Orgasbord, orgasbord. Um. <laughs> Sounded like you just had a seizure. Did you say <laughs> it's it's a a a Charlotte's Web reference? Oh. Deep cut for the Charlotte's Web. Eb Yes. Sorry. Anyways, we're on to Christina. Is queasy. Yeah, she doesn't want to eat anything. Um, and Alex is kind of making fun of George not being able to intubate. And George is like, he's so upset. Hey, I'm it. good at things. Oh, <laughs> honey. Yeah. Oh, George. Yeah. As always. Oh. <laughs> <It's just, laughs> um. And Christina's like, dude, go get laid. Like, go talk to that nurse. Yeah. <laughs> she's she pegs it again. She's very good at reading George specifically. She is, yeah. <laughs> she's like, no, you need to get laid. You need you to. need a lady. Uh, and she points out Nurse Olivia. The nurse? cute redhead nurse, Olivia. Nurse Olivia. I don't know if we do we find out in this episode at all that that's her name. Yes, I think so. Do they mention it? Maybe I could later? be wrong just because I know her name, so I wrote right. Nurse Olivia. Oh, that's what I wrote. Yeah, because she too. comes around. <laughs> she comes back. She's like a recurring. She's side recurring. Character. She recurs for many seasons on too. Yeah, even beyond George. Oh, it's really sad. Um, and true, but yeah. Yeah, but Christina is... Christina is like, she has red hair. Like, like that's a reason. Just go for it. <laughs> yeah. And um, Mr. Duff is not a psychic, Izzy's like yelling. Yeah, Izzy is very upset about it. No one else cares. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> Once again, she's more upset about it and um, then um everybody leaves but george and izzy and george is like you could still call your mom on her birthday he knows that's what she's worried about she's yeah. still thinking about the cupcakes it's her it's her birthday it's very hallmark to yeah. call your mom on her birthday yeah because i'm george because you, you I should call like your mommies call your mom on her birthday i talk <laughs> to my mom every morning <laughs> it's very cute little georgie um so then Christina is with Mrs. Glass. Yes. Um, Mrs. Glass is 47 yes. and is having a baby. She's been trying really hard to get pregnant. Yeah, they've done fertility treatments. They have tried everything they could and they finally gave up. Yeah. And then she got pregnant. Yeah. It's sort of like this big joke almost. Like, oh, uh, she's pregnant and now oh, she's cancer. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I think they see it yeah. lightly because they have to. Like, um, out of necessity. And... They got knocked up on the beach <laughs> with some Merlot. Like, they had a bottle of Merlot, and they nice. were on the beach, which seems uncomfortable. It makes me think of Lane Kim. 
Exactly. On her honeymoon on the she beach. She also <laughs> got pregnant on the beach with twins. Oh, poor Lane. With oh. crabs and everything. and Literal crabs. Shitty hot tub. and Yeah. Oh, honey. And she hated sex for so much longer after that because of that experience. Well, yeah, because she had a terrible time. Don't have <laughs> sex on the beach. It is no good for anybody's genitals. Yeah, sand, all kinds of issues. Oh, salt water. Ugh. Dirty garbage. Oh, oh justice for Lane. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lane. She she's she turned out fine. But it just yeah. That's what it reminded yeah. me of too. Yeah. Sex on the beach always receiving a lane. Oh, honey. Um. So uh, yeah, Christina like isn't wanting to hear it, and Mrs. Glass is like, "You get it, right?" Christina's like, "No, I don't get it." No, she like lays out the odds of survival. Yeah, it's like okay, you if you do forego treatment, you'll maybe live to see your child's like kindergarten. Yeah. Kindergarten age. Which is like that's a real thing. So who are you really saving here? Yeah. Is kind of Christina's point of view. Yeah, which is harsh, but that's how Christina sees it. Yeah. So um so we're we're back with uh, Mr. Walker. Now he can't move his hands. He can't move his hands. He's not a hander either. Oh my god. <laughs> That was so bad. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but she, Tara cancels the second ever. You had to say it again. No one can hear you. <laughs> so Derek cancels the second MRI because he's like, oh, this is getting worse. There's something. He just needs to get in there to see it. He thinks there's a clot yes. higher on the spinal cord. Yeah, so um, he wants to get to the OR right now. And, and Meredith is not convinced. She still thinks it's risky. Yeah, she's like, okay, well, what are you going to operate on? Like, Yeah. yeah. Um, she still wants answers. She wants she wants yeah. some info. Yeah. And Derek is real willing to go with his gut. He thinks he's more in his head. That's, yeah. you know, the MRI missed something. Um, and, you know, I was like, what is the likelihood of that? That an MRI missed something? Like, I'm sure it happens, but like. Well, and he is an expert about these issues, you know, brain and spinal cord stuff. So maybe he's seen that sort of thing yeah. before. He knows that this is a thing that can happen. And but if we're not seeing anything. He hasn't shared any of that with anyone else. No. It's he does not verbalize this at all. So we don't know for sure. Right. <laughs> we're very much it. with Meredith on this yeah. one. And um, I don't know if he says this. Sometimes you got to take a chance to save a life. Or if I just uh, wrote that. I didn't write it down, so I don't know. I That Maybe. is just so fucking cheesy. It's cheesy. He's cheesy sometimes, though. Yeah, he does So cheesy. it's yeah. understandable. Um, so Back to Alex. Yeah, we, there's kind of a tender moment with Alex and Esther. And yeah. he's saying, he's telling her, you know, things are getting worse. And she's like, oh, are you hitting on me? Which is kind of cute. And <laughs> Yeah, she's heard that he's called Dr. Evil Spawn. <laughs> And Alex um, shares that he sees himself as a pagan. Um, and Esther's like, at least I have a God who wants me to be passionate about what I believe in. Right. Because she, with other teenagers her age these days, like, they just want to get wasted and throw away their lives on doing dumb things. Yeah. But at least she has her faith. Yeah. Which is the theme of the episode. Yep. Like, having faith. Having yeah. faith in Dr. Shepard that he knows what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> and he's just going to, like, <laughs> cut open some dude's spine. and She has faith in God. Yeah. She has faith. 
Um, <laughs> and then Alex says something about how his mom used to pray to St. Jude for him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Esther giggles about that. That St. Jude is patron saint of lost causes. Yeah. Which is a little sad. I remember finding that out and being like, that's a bummer that that's the children's hospital. Ugh. Is St. Jude's. Like, yeah. But I think... You, oh, that is sad. Do you know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And I mean, the point is that you... I don't know. I'm like not if fucking they are Catholic, beyond but, the medical help, like right, is that you pray to like? Yeah. There's like saints of lost items, not because oh, sure, but because you pray to them and then they help you find the lost item. It's like you would pray for this lost cause and then hopefully Saint Jude would like help you out. As yeah. far as I understand it, I'm not yeah. Catholic, but right, um, yeah. So if they're beyond sort of the medical help, then God will step in. Right, sort of is the hope. Yeah. Or belief. The faith. That's that. the faith. That's right. Um, so Izzy's coming to find Bailey. Um, she says she did an angiogram. I don't know what that is. I think it's an x-ray of blood. I, I can't Isn't that a heart it. thing? Yes. I don't know. Heart, blood, stuff. Something. And then... Um, she is really trying to get the psychic guy out. Like, he, she wants to sort of expedite everything. Izzy is very... Wants to get it going, yeah. Yeah. She sees what she calls a ditzel, D-I-T-Z-E-L, which I couldn't really find out what it meant. It's like a maybe a Yiddish word. And ditzel. It means, like, tiny, dirt, or rubbish, insignificant. There's not, like, an exact definition. Sure. But she's thinking that was maybe on the scan was, like, a ditzel. A little thing. Uh, just a something. And um, what about an AVM, an arteriovenous malformation, which is a tangle of blood vessels? She's, like, kind of, what about this? What about that? Maybe it's this. And and Bailey tells her to pump the brakes. She's, like, you get Hold too up. involved. <laughs> yeah, you get you yeah. too Yeah, She personal. can see that Izzy's kind of unraveling here. Like, yeah. she's trying to force this. Right. And Izzy's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Even though she totally is. Why you gotta make everything so personal? Yeah. Which, it, I mean, not like it's that hard to see through, but Miranda is very intuitive about that. Yeah. yeah. She she knows. She knows people. Um, So Derek and Meredith are in surgery with Mr. Walker. Mm-hmm. Meredith is still really doubtful. Um. I wrote down spinal hematoma. Is that what Derek calls it? Hematoma. Hematoma. Oh, yeah. it's I just misread my handwriting. No, you got it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a messy handwriting. A bruise yeah. is a, a, a that's a bleed. Is a hematoma. Sure. So yeah. So he that's what Derek thinks is there somewhere. Yeah. He believes that it is there, and Meredith wants to be practical. Yeah. She wants. <laughs> Be like, oh, this is exposing his spinal cord for this long is not safe. Like, it's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a practical way to address this situation. But he believes. I want to know what your grandparents' names are. Your mother's <laughs> maiden name. <laughs> That's practical. That's the real trivia. Um, so Bailey and Christina come to Mrs. Glass. Um, seems like they're going to um, evacuate the fetus. Yeah. That seems like the choice. Yeah, they've made the choice, the two parents. I'm sure the her partner is very much like, oh, I want to save your life, you know. Right. And she is upset about that, but she's, like, aggressively brushing her hair. Yeah, she seems sort of, really dejected, but, like. Yeah, trying to disassociate herself from the situation. Like, yeah, we're just, we're going to do it. Yeah. That's what we've decided. 
she's just checking out emotionally. And then um, when they leave the room, Bailey asks Christina if she's ever done a DNC, mm-hmm. which is dilation and curatage. How do you say it? Curatage? I am not sure. I have not had one. Okay. Luckily, I didn't get that far yeah. with my miscarriage. Um, but that is something, that is sort of the surgical, they like vacuum that's like the vacuuming of stuff out of you yeah to like make sure that you're not going to get like an infection from uh-huh. any tissue that's left yep um i'm gonna have my things say yeah that's usually n- from what i understand that's not like the first thing that they jump to like they'll use the uh medicinal route to try to sure Uh, induce contractions and stuff but maybe with this sort of this far along of a situation they'd want to clear it out with the least amount of yeah um like less drugs and just more of a physical intervention or something yeah let's listen to emma saying curatage curatage okay dilation and curatage sure um so, yeah, Bailey's going to have an OB resident supervise Christina. Yep. Um, and Christina's kind of excited about being able to do yeah. the DNC because she's never done that before. And she looks really confused because Bailey is still, she's upset about yeah. this whole situation. Like, she's, yeah, she feels for the patient. Because um, Bailey doesn't have kids right now, right? No. Um, not yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she, she still has... Empathy. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Basic human yeah. empathy, yeah. Totally. She can tell that Mrs. Glass is not making this decision out of a clear, right. you know, logical, right. practical standpoint that Christina is expecting everyone to, <laughs> to come how from. Christina runs it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Alex is on the computer. George is bugging him. Um, George wants to know how Alex gets women when he's a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Alex is like, little blue love pills. Which, I mean... Probably not. <laughs> I would, unless you have some sort of other issue, I feel like that's not usually a necessity when you're that young. No, um, no he's just joking. <laughs> yeah, and then he, yeah, he doesn't really want to tell him, but he, eventually Alex is like, you think too much. Yeah. <laughs> you just gotta go Float for it. Float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. He's such a shit. He's such a shit. And then he finds what he's looking for on the computer and it yells out this loud, like, giggle. Uh, like, yeah! Ah. It's like a, a silly, ridiculous, over-the-top thing. Yeah. Um, And oh. then he tells George to dance and jab. Dance and jab. Like another... Uh, like a boxing, boxing reference. Boxing reference. Yeah. Because um, we know that Alex is a wrestler, he's which a is a different wrestler. thing. It is a different thing, yeah. But um, I think he just he wants him to have some game. He wants him to have some like natural flow. Right. It's intuitive for Alex it to is. be a ladies' man. It is not intuitive for George. No, George. <laughs> um, yeah, Alex finds the a bovine xenograft, which is a cow valve. So yes. Um, so of course, immediately he goes to Devo and her parents to let them know this. Jesus. Yeah. So <laughs> Esther is praying in Hebrew while her parents are watching, and Alex she, interrupts. Yes, she's davening. Yes, is what she says. She's sort of bowing towards the wall. 
um, and praying. She has like her Torah in her hand. Yeah. Her sacred text. I don't know if you hold the Torah like that or not. You know, like how the Quran is <laughs> the Quran. The Quran is supposed to be only in like its original language. Sure. And so it's like if you have a Arabic copy of or it, something? yeah, then it's yeah. not really like the real thing. Oh. So I just wondered if it was sure. Maybe, but I feel like I've seen. I don't know. The Torah is just like what isn't it like the first five books or four books of the Bible or something like of our. I think so. Vague um, evangelical version of the Bible. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> oh, guys, we're getting ourselves into a world of trouble right now. Um, Tell us all the things we're wrong about. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> Unless you're Orthodox Jewish, then you can. Yes, please. Yeah, yeah. Only speak to it if you actually know. Because we shouldn't have said anything. <laughs> um, so Alex interrupts while Esther is praying and uh, is is like super excited about this bone bovine xenograft and yeah Burke comes in while Alex is spouting off and <sighs> tries to call him out of the room. Don't promise anything. Jeez. <laughs> and the parents, you know, Esther's parents are like, "Oh my god! Like, why didn't you tell us that was an option?" Like, yeah. And Burke is pissed because it's new and it's complicated, and I've never done this before. It's so, so he pulls. Shut up. Pulls Alex out of the room and he says, "What incredibly small portion of your brain were you using?" Yes, which <laughs> yeah. is such a good insult. Yeah. I love that. And then he kicks Karev off the case. Yeah, yeah, because he fucked like, up. No, you're off of it. This. He presented an alternative treatment option without consulting his attending, and so Alex is thinking he's this superhero of research. Yeah, he's very surprised that it goes down like that because he thought he was like winning. Yeah, and then Burke is like, "Fuck you!" Like I don't know how to do that. No, if he would have brought this to Burke ahead of time, maybe he would have been winning. But then again, maybe Burke wouldn't have done it. Maybe he would have shut him down immediately. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then we'd be saying goodbye to Devo. <laughs> it's possible. Really. Or maybe she would have looked, done more orthodox research and figured out that it and was... And realized, oh, they are actually okay with me choosing my life ahead of... <laughs> right. right. And there are other... There's future patients that their uh, religious beliefs like interfere with their mm-hmm. what the doctors see as their medical well-being and their right. best interest um i always think those cases are really interesting yeah so yeah. it's like yeah anthropologically like a conviction of faith mm-hmm. versus that like integral human because this is something that doctors to have to <laughs> understand and deal with and yeah it's something they have to learn yeah i think it's cool um, yeah, so Alex gets kicked off the case, like you said. Yeah. And, um... Izzy's checking on psychic guy, Mr. Duff. Yep. Um, um, he's working on a star chart. Yes, yeah, he's, like, looking at his, his, uh... Astrology, astrology kind of Astrology, yeah, like, he's looking at a newspaper. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, working on a Sitting horoscope Sitting really something. weirdly in his chair with his knees all up and just... It's weird. She it's wants him to sign a consent a form. Guy. But um, she's, like, kind of annoyed. She says, you know, you're a con man. You're milking your seizures. Yeah. And then... He calls her sweetheart, which, again, is oh, fuck you. gross. But but then he calls her cricket. Yes. And he's sort of at the end. fucking smug about it. Yeah, because she's kind of like, I know all your tricks. Yep. I know all these psychic tricks. You can't tricks. fool you can't me. Fool me. Yeah. And, yeah, he calls her cricket. Very pointedly, she's like really freaked out. Oof. 
And we don't know why because we don't know what that means. Yeah. It means something to her. But it definitely means something to her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so Christina um, comes into Mrs. Glass's room to do um, a pelvic exam. And the glasses have decided to keep the baby. Yeah, they've changed their mind. And Christina's like, you have cancer. <laughs> she it's like, she does she not can. get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's incomprehensible cancer. to Christina. Yeah. And um, Mrs. Glass criticizes her bedside manner. Yeah, you have quite the bedside manner. Has yeah. anyone told you that? Yeah. <laughs> Christina's like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so Mrs. Glass, her mother has died in her 40s, and she's like, I'm going to get fat and happy instead of skinny and bald. She wants to, she's choosing to have faith that she will see further into her child's life, or at least she's giving this child life, and she wants to be a part of it. Yeah. Rather than resigning herself to what seems like a death sentence because her... Family has gone through this before. She's seen this right at a young age. Yeah, in her own mother. Yeah, she knows she's gonna die anyway. Like, right? She wants to yeah. give this kid life if she can. Yeah. And Christina wants to call a psych consult. Yeah, and, and Christina says something like, "You want to live? Like, if you if you want to live." And Emma Glass says, "Honey, that's what I'm doing." Yeah. I am living. Yeah. Like, this is living. This is it for yeah. me. Yeah. This is how I see life. Like, this yeah. is how I. Yeah, it's really, I like that line a lot. Honey, yeah. that's what I'm doing. Yeah. She's like, this is it. Yeah. Because that's a point of view that Christina has not taken into account. For sure. Yeah. Um, so then Christina is kind of sitting on a bunk in an on-call room and. Yeah, she's reflecting. She seems very in her head. Yeah. In that moment. And Burke comes in and she instantly is like, <laughs> you're not getting any. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, I wasn't trying to. Yeah, she's not in the mood. Um, she looks very pretty in lavender. I think that's kind of her color. Yeah. Yeah. She looks, looks nice. She looks nice in that color. And she asks him, like, what do you want? And he's like, nothing. I just haven't seen you all day. Yeah. He wants to talk. He wants to talk things through. He doesn't really he does. seem to have friends that he can talk to and talk things out when he is unsure about things and right. this she is that person for him yeah i said he looks so sad and alone and yeah yeah he comes looking for some comfort and support and assistance and yeah he has a problem that he is not sure what to do about which is the the bovine, bovine valve yeah. yeah um and she very bluntly yeah. says this problem has a solution many problems do not yeah 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 she's definitely bringing her own shit in yeah she's basically like go look it up like yeah she's super unavailable like you to could him. have cancer and be pregnant and that's what's the solution there you can't choose to be right healthy and have the baby like that's right that's not the choice like there's not a solution to that problem sometimes i think it's nice to have a reality check like that like if you think life is super fucking hard it could be nice to talk to somebody who has actual problems yeah and then be like oh i should <laughs> shut up but oh, wait. <laughs> again her and burke are in this relationship and if she had the capacity she could be like that sounds really difficult like can i help you she could but her bluntness in this situation helped him. It does work. It kind of kicked him in the butt and was like, no, you have the solution. Go look it up. Just Go do, do your research. Yeah. yeah, totally. It's, yeah, it's an interesting thing because I feel like with another character, they might have been all like, oh, I'm never going to ask her again. Oh. But Burke doesn't do that. So, yeah. Um, 
we're, we're back in surgery with Mr. Walker, um, the spinal patient guy. They've yes. been they're in still there working for it seems four hours. They've been there a long time with his spine sort of exposed, and he's having some complications. He's getting some damage to his nervous system. Meredith is freaking out a little bit. She thinks there's they're in trouble. Yeah, she thinks that he's going to stroke out, and yeah, doesn't believe in him. She doesn't believe in Derek's ability to like find this thing. Right. Yeah. And then we see Nurse Olivia, and she's pulling George into a room because a, a patient needs an intubation, and no one else is around. <laughs> he's the only doctor. Yeah. He's like, oh, is there someone else? She's like, well, I, I could call, but you're right here. Like, yeah. Like, can't you do it? And this time he gets it because yes. he listened, even though he was a little pissed at Burke. He kind of well, learned something fucking from walks by while yeah. it's going on. But but George learned something from the other time. He did, yeah. Maybe he learns from being humiliated. <laughs> he's, able to, he's able to learn from that. And um, it, it, it's really cheesy. She's yeah. like, he smooth gets moves, in. doctor. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's he like, kicked yeah, ass. kicked ass. She's <laughs> impressed and she's so cute with oh a little cute God. smile looking at him. It's like, yeah, he tries to play it all cool, but then I remember, They're just two little pumpkins. Yeah, they're cute. And like, weirdly, uh, Burke is like, okay, medical success gets women, so I'm gonna impress Christina <laughs> like George impressed Miss <laughs> Olivia. Like, or he, <laughs> he's like, oh, someone else, like, I showed him how to do this, and now he was able to do it. Maybe I can use that same sort of idea <laughs> and figure out the solution to my problem. The way I saw it was... <laughs> he took a page out of George's book. Got it. Press the lady. With our medical <laughs> prowess. <laughs> Um, so we're then the stairs. We're at the stairwell. But there was no kissing in this stairwell. No, no. Not this <laughs> it's Burke and Alex. And Alex is too macho. Even though he claims yeah. he's down with the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. Burke wants him to get a bovine valve. Yeah, so he did kick Alex off the case, and now he's bringing him back on. He's yeah. like, yeah, you, you brought this idea to me we're gonna do it yep he says uh you're gonna be scrubbing in but, but it doesn't earn 60 many minutes points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um then he's like oh yeah diva wants a rabbi and alice goes seriously <laughs> like you gotta get the rabbi to bless the valve <laughs> which to me is like a perfectly normal thing like sure we know this patient is religious why wouldn't she want like someone of her faith to like Right. Interact. Yeah. I just, I think it's funny that he goes, seriously? Yeah. Because, like, I'd be surprised if she didn't want somebody to bless it, right? Like, but, you know, it's Alex. He hasn't eh, thought fair. that far ahead. Yeah. He doesn't understand that. And I just love seriously. <laughs> seriously? Seriously. 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 Um, Meredith and Derek are just, like, low-key digging around in a spine. Yep. Well, Derek is low-key. Meredith is high-key. <laughs> She's anxious. She's, like, freaking out. And then he finds it. He's like, hey, take a look at this. <laughs> Bokey's there. Bokey's there. Yes. Yeah. It just, I kind of hate that he was right. Because it's like he was right about keeping his whole life a secret. I just don't like it. I'm glad that, like, the yeah, patient's okay. Mm, 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 but but like, he does kind of give her more information at the end. So he, I, I think he fi- figures out, like, okay, I should yeah. do this. But I, as somebody who gets nervous a lot, like, worried yeah. about stuff, like, oh, my God, please be careful. Like, yeah. that kind of worried. Yeah. When the person that's being really dangerous 
is like, see, it all worked out, you big dummy. I'm like, <laughs> listen. Like, see, I look at this where on many um, Myers-Briggs lists yes. where you see what their MBTI is, Derek is often listed as an INFJ, which mm-hmm. is what I am. Okay. Um, which is not someone who like flies by the seat of their pants <laughs> whatsoever. They always have a plan, but it's very internal. Mm. Like it is something that I okay. like. If I know something, like intuitively, I will know things, but I cannot explain that verbally to someone. Yeah, because my brain works more in like pictures or yeah. vague ideas or like sort of a broad thing. Like a big picture thing. I'm sorry, I'm laughing because I'm remembering how I was like, no, I swear to God, it's pink. Princess Diaries soundtrack. You're like, bitch, it's not. It's Crystal Harris. It's like, no, I know these things, but also I can't be like, no, I know this for sure. It's like, no, I know it, but I can't necessarily explain it. Yeah. It's there. Yeah. And it's 99.999% accurate, yeah. but I can't be like, no, this is right because it's a sort of jumble, vague thing. Visceral kind of a. Well, and yeah. you're a nice person. Like, I feel like other people would be like, no, fuck you, I'm right. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, and I don't think INFJs can really be that way. Oh, like, because okay. we're kind of inside. It's very internalized, which I think is what the Derek situation is. If we're approaching it as he is an INFJ, which sometimes he seems more extroverted than that. But he does kind of live alone and he doesn't tell people much and he doesn't have a lot of friends. Yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. So from that point of view. My MBTI (laughs) is always April, who is not on the show yet. So yeah, we'll get there. (laughs) Or is it Lexi? I can't remember. Um, I don't remember. Well, neither of them are on the show. I feel like anyways, maybe so. it was either of those yeah, or like, something, or maybe like they're two different. Yeah, yeah, I am. It's almost always Derek for INFJ when I look at it. Mm. Even though I feel like usually I I feel more Meredithy, yeah. but that might be because I also have anxiety. Fair, <laughs> <laughs> it's legit. Yeah, <laughs> those things change things. Yes, they you do. Know? Yes, they do. <laughs> um. So then but they, he found it. He found of it. Of course he did. He found it. Um, he had faith. He knew that it was there. Yep. And Meredith kind of concedes. Okay, you were right, but um, yeah, they they stopped the paralysis. Derek doesn't know if it'll reverse, but he knows that they stopped it. Right. It's not going to keep creeping up, and they won't know until he wakes up. Mister Walker wakes up to see if he can walk again and there's just a weird like Derek takes this opportunity to say some people would call this a relationship and I just think it's such a weird time to do that because like she's not getting anything she wants you know show me something like give me a reason to believe yeah and he leaves again yeah and, like he it's supposed to be cute I think but I don't <laughs> like it like he no. just keeps like walking away from yeah. her it's just not that's not cute to me I don't like that <laughs> it's not cute no she needs a reason like, yeah that's she needs that. Yeah. Which I think he kind of gets by the end. He does. Of this episode. He's like, okay. I There's understand. a little give and take that is needed. Yes, for sure. Yeah, because yeah, um, he's asking her to give her faith in him. Right. But not giving her anything. Like, But she is someone who needs something because right. she has had a lot of issues in her life. She has had a lot <laughs> of people. Like fucking abandoned. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so many times. She needs that 
cornerstone to yeah, lean on. For sure. Um, <laughs> so then we're with Mrs. Glass or Miss Glass. Um, yep. Christina tries to drop off the papers in, and bolt, but... <laughs> yeah, she's kind of getting ready to leave, packing up. She's got a very boho style. She's got a giant yeah. orange pendant that she's wearing and batik print dress yeah, and yeah. bracelets and this green crochet shawl thing yeah. that later when they show her, she's wearing it as like a scarf, but right now she's wearing it as a shawl. Like around her shoulders, yeah. Very boho. Super, yeah, yeah. she looks like Chill. art teacher. Cool art teacher, yeah. which is like my ideal style. Like I want <laughs> that so bad. Yeah, for sure. I want the layers and the, yeah. Yeah, the flow. It's she does. She looks very oh, boho. Love it. And um, Christina, Christina doesn't understand. Nope. She says, "I'm your doctor. It's not my place to be happy." Because <laughs> yeah. Mrs. Glass is like, "Oh, you're not happy with me, are you?" Or, yeah, she's trying you're to not explain happy for it. Me yeah, or, yeah. Um, but sometimes you're not going to get that understanding from the other person. Yep. In a acknowledged way yeah mrs glass really wants her to understand and she's like i do not i do not understand i don't understand (laughs) yeah which is fine i think to put that out there when you're asked so pointedly like don't lie (laughs) no oh yeah Christina um, is an honest person, if anything. <laughs> God, I love her. You just need to get laid. She's like, you just need. She's you got know. red hair. Yeah. <laughs> just go do it. <laughs> People who work in geriatrics live with their mom. <laughs> get their hair cut at home. <laughs> yeah, I love no, her. the haircut thing was our thing that we put oh. on. Oh. <laughs> that was what I put on to George. Got you, <laughs> Not got you, Christina. <laughs> But he does live at home with his mom. He does, yeah. <laughs> Until now. Now he lives with Mare. But yeah. Um, so Mr. Duffy, our psychic, um, Izzy comes in, really wants him to sign the forms. Yeah, he really needs surgery. And she's trying. She's more um, understanding now. She's yeah. like, no, you need this. You need to have the surgery. And he's kind of understand. Like, he's he feels that his powers are about to be gone. He's like, yeah. no. And she thinks he's talking about his life. Right. Like, he's no, like, I think it's going to be over. She's like, you're, you'll be fine. Yeah. But he means his psychic abilities. He yeah. thinks that's what he's going to lose if he does sign on to this. Yeah. But he does. He signs the forms. Yep. So. Yeah. Izzy, Izzy reassures him because she says, if they are real, then you've got to believe that you'll still have them after. Yeah. Which is an interesting thing. Like. Who's to say that just because they have a physical root doesn't mean they're not real? Right. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. it, I don't think it has to be one or the other. Like, No. I just but think. this is this episode is all about taking having the faith. Yeah, for sure. You gotta have faith. Um, so Esther is in surgery. There's a rabbi there all in scrubs and... Here's the point where I saw the other thing that kind of points that maybe the writers didn't really know about Orthodox, about Judaism. Orthodox Judaism because it is a female rabbi. I also and noticed that. Or in Orthodoxy, they're not usually recognized. Female rabbis are not usually recognized by oh. Ortho- Orthodox Judaism, from what I read. Yeah. Maybe it's different. I don't know. Or but maybe there's like a really, I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but like a progressive Orthodox church maybe, there or t- maybe. Uh, temple. I but, mean, if there was, then she would definitely be yeah. in attendance. Yeah. I just thought it was funny, like, 
not funny, haha, but this rabbi is all in scrubs and a surgical gown, but then also has her prayer shawl like over it. Yeah. So maybe that's like part of it. I just was surprised that that was allowed in the surgical suite. Like, yeah. But like outside of the. It's scrubs, outside of her yeah. gown, yeah. Interesting. Um, and and Burke nods and. Um, and they, then she leaves and they wheel in the TV. <laughs> yeah, Burke and calls uh, it an expert via satellite. Dr. Kenny Chesney. Just kidding. It's Dr. Chesney. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not Kenny, is what I wrote. Oh, man. What if it He's was? He's an expert on bovine valve situations. And he's there to talk him through it. It's so great. Burke is doing what scares him. He's asking for help. Yeah, he's not a person who likes to take things on faith. Nope. He no, wants he to be the expert. Yeah. But he is... He's doing it, man. Yeah. Yeah, good for him. Good for you, Bark. Um, so there's a hallway hang. Hallway hang. Um, in the rainy, dark, and everybody's kind of studying or whatever. George isn't there, though. Um, yeah, Meredith, Alex, and Izzy are just kind of chilling. And then George walks in. Yeah, Meredith is kind of feeling guilty. She tried to talk Derek out of the surgery for Mr. Walker. Yeah. And there's like a totally sexless back and forth between Alex and Christina. Just like a really natural fighting kind of a thing. And George comes down and announces that he has a date. (laughs) He has a hot date. (laughs) And Meredith is so excited. She's like, that's great. George. George is really bummed. She's genuinely genuinely (laughs) excited for him. He's a little thrown off by that because he's like, oh, but I want you to but like me. But I want me. you to like me. Yeah. Um, and Alex is some, you know, says something like, no glove, no love. And yeah. He, he's like my left coat pocket or whatever. Yeah. Something. And he's letting Alex walk by him and then he grabs him and grabs a condom out of his yeah, coat pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Alex just has condoms in his coat pocket. Unless you are on a rotation that requires that. Well, I mean, he must just be visiting the on-call room at any given time, you know. As we find out a little bit later, he has been around the block, the nurse's station. Yes. (laughs) Um, In future episodes, we find out previously to the... George having a hot date situation. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll get there. It's we'll get good there. stuff. But hey, yeah. if you are regularly having sexual contact, please use protection. No cluff, no love. Um, don't be a fool, wrap <laughs> your tool. All those silly things. <laughs> a lot of places um offer condoms for free. Yeah. Um like health clinics and sometimes bars have them for free. So but also they're not super expensive either. And you know as what? As... They're cheaper than a kid. <laughs> right. <laughs> they definitely are. Here, Here's the thing, folks. Um, this week, I have two children. Um, this particular week, we started off with one having a stomach bug that Oof. was affecting both ends. Oh, no. So to speak. Oh, no. My entire house smelled of vomit and diarrhea. Oh, and then later on in the week, the second child caught the situation. God. So, yes. <laughs> Please use condoms. If you don't want to deal with that, if you don't think you're prepared to deal with that. Yeah. Which know. is totally fine. <laughs> you don't have to deal with that. No. 
Um, it's easy. It's simple. If a guy's like, oh, I don't like it, well, then fuck him. That, but don't, don't fuck, fuck him. him. <laughs> yeah. That was mad. Also, um, not a bad idea to carry one in case somebody else doesn't have one. Yeah. I have definitely had a friend that asked about somebody else. If it is a penis that you are encountering. Well, yeah, assuming someone in you your circle has a yeah, penis. Yeah, you don't need one if you don't, if that's not part of the equation. There are <laughs> other things that work if there's not a penis in the equation yeah. to help like be a physical barrier for STDs and STIs. Sure. But like a friend of mine was in town and he asked about a coworker of mine and I pulled it out and handed it to him and I said, here you go. <laughs> He's like, oh, I don't need that. And I was like, but just in case. Like, yeah, maybe I'll need it another time down I the line. was in a bar and grabbed one just to for this very moment. So here I had, you go. I had it and it was for you. And also it was d- meant to be. <laughs> don't keep them in your wallet because they rub and the heat oh. breaks them down. Oh, oh, sure. Like, if you have the wallet in your pocket. Yeah. As many men men do. Um, I Yeah. Just be safe. <laughs> be safe from your moms here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we're your moms. Please don't puke on us. Um, so, yeah. He takes the condom from Alex. Um, Alex is wondering about uh, Mr. Duff's surgery. Uh, sorry, Izzy is wondering about uh, Mr. Duff's surgery. Yeah, and she's worried, and she seems less, uh, l- less. What's the word? I'm she's for? not so like angry or worked up about it. She seems yeah. like genuinely concerned. Now. Yeah, and um, she actually has a connection with him now. She reveals that her mom was really into psychics. Her mom would spend all her money on psychics. They lived in a trailer park. Yeah, they weren't wealthy. She, Izzy, grew up um, waiting tables and was trying to save money for college, but her mom had spent so much on psychics that she ended up having to pay a lot of the bills out of her own money that she had. When grown-ups aren't the grown-ups. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But she still doesn't really know how Mr. Duff knew about cricket. Right. She can't explain that one, so... Um, then we're with, with, uh, Mr. Walker. Meredith is checking his legs. His kids are there now. Yeah. And there's this big emotional music and he's like, thanks for believing I wasn't making it up. Yeah. And, um, he and can, she, she's kind of like, oh, well, um, but he can lift his finger and, um, Meredith yeah, and he's having some, it. he's having some feeling up by his stomach yeah, too. Just great. Yeah, it's but yeah. He on. can kind of wiggle his finger a little bit, and she's like, "No, that's a big thing. That's big. Yeah, that's big." And then I just have a note that says, "Faith is a funny thing." It is a funny. Was thing. that maybe in the voiceover? I think she said that in the voiceover. Okay. Yeah. Um. So Mr. Duff is out of surgery. They're in an elevator, and Izzy goes in. Um. And he's kind of waking up, and she's like, "Oh, you're still with us." Yeah. And he says one tablespoon of coconut extract. So he still has his power. Yeah. That's we're learning from that. Like, he, yep. he still has them. Yeah, he says some, yeah, about her cupcake recipe. <sighs> she 
just needed one tablespoon, which seems like that's a, a lot. fucking lot. <laughs> that's a lot you of would fucking extract. know if there was coconut in there that's if you used a tablespoon of extract. That's like, a very coconutty cupcake. You would know. Um, but apparently, that's what was missing. Well, and I wonder if he meant like coconut oil because that isn't as coconutty. Or he teaspoon. Or teaspoon. He <laughs> <I> definitely said <laughs> tablespoon of extract. Yeah, like a teaspoon. I get that. Yeah, because that you could yeah. easily miss. Right. Uh, Just kind of adds a little sweetness a little different nittiness texture yeah yeah but um she seems delighted she really likes that yeah he so. still has his vision yeah. yeah she's like oh duh <laughs> yeah it's kind of cute i knew that but duh um so then uh meredith and derek are kind of walking out together they're getting in a car he won't derek tell her is... where they're going yeah so fucking annoying i get it you're aloof oh i'm a mystery guy shut the fuck up you have to share it with people hashtag infj life <laughs> we're mysterious um so uh george and olivia are leaving together nurse olivia yeah they're walking down the stairs he's got his backpack cute Little babies. They just seem so much younger. <laughs> they really do. Yeah, they seem like they're like 19. Yeah. Um, and then Christina is watching the Glass family leave. Well, she's, she's kind of watching George and Olivia walk down at first, and then she turns, and then the Glass family is zooming by her on the... Yeah. Yeah. They're leaving. They are... Um, the what's shawl that? is now a scarf. Against a medical coat. recommendation or... Yeah, kind Medical of. advice, kind, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. It, it was really her choice, though. It, it was, wasn't like it a, was. the, you have to do this. Yeah. And then she was choosing not to. It was more like, well, you know, you can live for a little while. Yep. Without intervention, or you could save your life farther down, you know. Yeah. Um, and then we see Alex. He's listening to Esther's chest. Um, she's awake yeah. after surgery, and Burke is, like, really pleased. And, and she's like, does it beat or moo. <laughs> She's just cute. She's cute. so cute. I love her so much. Yeah, we love her. Come back. Um, so Izzy is back to baking, and she took Duff's advice. Yes. Um, she's wearing an off-the-shoulder, like, mauve pink sweater. Yeah. Uh, Lots of off-the-shoulder pink. She wears so much off-the-shoulder. Yeah, and she pink. does. Like, yeah. that's kind of her thing. A lot of bra straps showing, yeah. too. Yeah. That's kind of the Izzy aesthetic. Yeah, totally. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, and gold earrings. Yeah. Um, and she is finishing the cupcakes, and... They very pointedly show the bottle of coconut extract. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they do. Well, those bottles are so little. Like, yeah. we use the mint extract at work sometimes, and, like, there is not very much in there. A tablespoon is a really good That's portion like of it. That's like a whole bottle. Yeah, for real it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, she, yeah, she's like, oh, this is the right. Yep. The right mix. It and so right. she picks up the phone with the curly cord. On the wall. On the wall. <laughs> and she calls her mom. Yeah. And she says, hi, mom, it's me, Cricket. Aww. So then we know that was Cricket her was her mom's name. Like, pet name for her. Super She's Cricket. Cute. She and is Cricket. Even though her mom did shitty things, she still reaches out. Yeah. Which is not a requirement if you have a shitty mom. <laughs> But no, it's no. just a nice moment for her. Mm-hmm. And um, it was something that she needed as a person. Yes. Like she kind of needed that fulfillment. Yes, for sure. Yeah. She needed that point of connection. She was not handling the being away from her mother very well. No. <laughs> um, so then we're with Mer- 
Meredith and Derek and she says they're kind of in the middle of nowhere. They're like, walking in the woods. Where are we? And he fucking shushes her. Don't shush people. I don't so like rude. it. God, it's so rude. Yeah. She's wearing a long white jacket that has like toggles. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of a peacoat. Yeah. Like, yeah. So and then he starts telling her stuff. He, yep. So these are the things that we learn about Derek in this moment. Um, his mom's maiden name is Maloney. So presumably maybe he's like Irish or part Irish. Yeah. That sounds like, Irish. That's a, yeah. He has four sisters. He has nine nieces. Five nephews. He likes coffee ice cream. <laughs> I like coffee ice cream too. <laughs> and a single malt scotch. Occasional good cigar. <laughs> uh, he likes to fly fish. He cheats at the Sunday crossword. How do you do that? You look it up? Look at the back? I don't know. They don't publish it till the next day. Maybe. Maybe he just waits. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he waits. Okay. He I cheats. Don't know. Um, he never dances in public. That's a dumb um, rule. His favorite book is The Sun Also Rises. A lot of this feels very like cliche male it totally lead is. character. It thing. absolutely yeah. is. His favorite band is The Clash. <laughs> he, his favorite color is blue, not light blue, indigo, which indigo. is more like a purple. Like in my it's mind, it's purpley. like purpley blue. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Um, and this scar on his forehead is why he doesn't ride motorcycles anymore. Oh, he has a past. <laughs> he has a mysterious past. Yeah, so he answers kind of all the questions she's asked throughout the day. Yes. And some more that we and assume she asked Elton. He gestures to a trailer, like a fancy streamline sort of... Um, yeah. Silver... Air, Airstream. Airstream. Trailer yeah. that has like the built out deck yeah uh so it's not just there you know like it's been there for a while yeah he's like i live on in that trailer that's my house yep and all this land is mine <laughs> as far as the eye can see there is your kingdom <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and he says that's it that's all you've earned for now <sighs> fuck you dude she's been sleeping with you for so long didn't like he's that. been living at her house basically for a week for free <laughs> that's all you've earned although i'm really mad he doesn't he doesn't know about like her mom yet though so he doesn't okay. know that much about her either but he doesn't need to know she needs to know true yeah he doesn't yeah he uh, doesn't feel the need she does yes yeah. so she kind of goes up towards the trailer and turns around and extends her hand towards him yeah Mm-hmm. Let's go fucking the trailer. Let's go fucking the Let's trailer. Let's rock the trailer. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think that's it for this week, huh? Yeah. You got any other notes? I don't. No. I don't either. Yeah. Um. I liked it. I liked this one because Millie yeah. was in there. Yeah. I Not really Millie. Like her. Sarah. Sarah Hagen. Sarah Hagen. You'll always be Millie in my heart. I think she probably gets that a lot. If I had to guess. Oh sure. Probably more than any other role. Yeah. Like going into. The party and playing the piano. Yeah. Jesus is just all right with me. <laughs> and everybody around there is acting drunk because they think they're drunk. But really, the but, younger boys had switched the non-alcoholic keg yes. for the alcoholic keg. It's so good. <laughs> it's a such a good show. Drunk. Uh, cool. If you are Orthodox Jewish or... 
Let us know all the stuff we messed up on. Please be nice. Uh, we really try. Everything, yeah. We're not ever trying to be problematic, I guarantee. <laughs> um, you can email us at shadesofgrayspod at gmail.com. Yes, or connect with us on Instagram at shadesofgrayspod. Um, and... Jada's snoring, which oh means goodness. it's time she to go. <laughs> she totally did. She's like all sprawled out on her our fresh laundry. Our podcaster is so tired. She's like, guys, get back to me. Um, okay, well, love you, and uh, we will be talking to you next week. Yeah. Episode nine. Yeah. Bye, interns. We love you. Bye. Be careful. Have faith. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no glove, no love. <laughs>